Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Live from Las Vegas, sports talk, hot takes, and all of the bangers. Lindsey Brown and Adrian Hernandez, the Playmakers. Playmakers. Yo, the fancy voice guy, he's so right. What do you mean? The hot takes, yeah. the sports, the, the bangers. The bangers. I mean, if there's anything that's consistent about this show, it's the bangers. We're talking about animals earlier with peacocks. Yeah. Like, it's a wide range of things. Educational. A, we had a strut. We talked about things around the city that you can go to and eat and do. Yeah, and we, we're not being paid for any of it. Exactly. We're doing a service. We're fulfilling a on need. On a Monday, Lindsay? On a Monday, even after all of the festivities that have gone down in this town, in this country, and in this world, we are here to provide you with an entertainment product unlike any other. Uh, we have the Playmakers again. My name is Lindsay Brown. Over there is Adrian Hernandez. Uh, we just want, got done going through some of the results of the basketball games over the weekend. But, man, say start our show with, the sports are on one today. And we got to talk about the NFL. So I was like, you know what? Let's brush off the footiest of football Don't segment. Bring it out it. of the off-season cupboard because there's just too much ground to cover. And I don't know what defense we're running. Four? Two? I guess we'll find out. Oh, the footiest of footballs. It's super loud, but that's okay because my lungs are extra healthy and loud, too. <gasps> <laughs> It was a little dusty. It was a little, as you can tell by my laugh. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I took some Flonase today. So after experiencing allergy symptoms for the better part of three weeks, I finally buckled and said, you know what? Maybe we should do something about this. And the Indianapolis Colts said the same damn thing. Yep. Uh, Lindsay? Yeah. Can I audible real quick? Yeah, sure. Time out. You know me, I'm kind of a nerd for analyst and like play by play and stuff. I just want to say as we start off the show, uh, rest in peace to John Clayton, uh, one of the GO analysts. Um, a very important part of my childhood. Remember, I, I was one of those that wanted to buy the actual ESPN phone. And he, the professor, was one of the main reasons why. So rest in power to John Clayton, one of the Seriously, best. Seriously, though, I was really sad to see that news come down this weekend. It was cool to see so many, like Mina Kimes specifically. You know, John Clayton was in Seattle. She grew up in Seattle. Yeah. They had a random conversation about some safety in the 80s for the Seahawks. And years later, he sought her out. After he found out that, hey, he's going to get into the Hall of Fame. Can you believe this? Yeah. And, you know, Mina Kimes wasn't what she is now. No. Um, so but he it, saw it, but he knows. Yeah. He knew. And, and yeah. just seeing all the stories in NFL Twitter of like, hey, man, this guy just 
He loved the sport and he was always a friendly face. So it's a it's a rest in peace, man. It's just a sad thing. Yeah, especially when people go out of their way to like connect with other in their business and those who like grew up listening. Like that's just a different type of relationship. They always say never meet your heroes, but sometimes they turn out to be just as awesome as you think. And also the best ESPN Sports Center. This is Sports Center commercial with the like the Slayer mm-hmm. mom. I'm done doing my spot. Yeah, it was the GOAT. But, yes, uh, let's get back to the football and the transactions. Uh, Matt Ryan was traded to the Colts for a third-round pick. So, Matt Ryan's 15-year tenure in Atlanta has come to an end. This feels like this should be, like, a seismic thing. But because so much is going on and really because of all the drama, like, I think Matt Ryan saw the opportunity to say, well, I found out you guys were talking to somebody else. You know what? I'll go away quietly, but you're sending my ass away. No, you're right. Like he's a former MVP. Yeah, this is, and he's been there the whole time too. I mean, Super Bowl appearance. All, like Maddie Ice, there is a very, very healthy fan base. Just a few years ago, now he's taken a step back, as most of us do as we age. But so is that roster. And so, in many ways, I think as crappy as it is for that chapter to end for him in the way that it has I think it's the best thing to happen to him and I think it's the best thing for Atlanta because there's nothing I think is more detrimental to your championship dreams other than you know picking up people that are just like crappy human beings and just saying winning matters more is staying committed to a timeline that doesn't fit your organization anymore i.e. the Pittsburgh freaking Steelers with Ben Roethlisberger like that's where I was putting Matt Ryan, especially with how he was supposed to be the highest paid quarterback until all that stuff got yeah, changed. Yeah, 49 mil uh, effect on the uh, cap space over the years. But this allows Atlanta to finally say, you know what, let's let's burn this down. Let's figure it. Let's do a full rebuild. And it creates an opportunity for like the Marcus Mariotas to actually have some time and space to maybe figure out if they're a 1A again without having like the impending doom of we need to make the playoffs. Yeah. And and you know Matt Ryan did keep them competitive yeah. last year despite the roster. And he gets to go into one of the best ready-made rosters that the NFL has to offer these days. And I honestly commend Philly for being or not Philly. I could well, how the Colts. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever Don't ever say that again. A positive thing about Philly. Disgusting. James Harden, did you see him this weekend? <laughs> Indianapolis. Um they weren't they weren't in the firestorm that was last Friday, Thursday, which is when that Deshaun Watson deal and just stuff with Baker and everything came down. And, like, people – once once the Deshaun Watson thing happens, everybody's like, naturally, Baker, Baker to Indy, Baker to Indy. There was no no steam on it. And and that and that's specifically where Baker wanted to go. Um, yeah, as this well, I would want to go there, too. Yeah, no, of course. Uh, Indy was like, uh, no, 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 from the reports. And I think he had no be interest. a decent fit there, too, just based off of what we know about his personnel and leadership. Like I said last week, I think he needs the right type of environment that tells him how great he is that will bring that next layer out. But if he has doubters that are, like, in his camp, too, he's not going to do well. And remember, with us talking about the Colts ever since the debacle versus Jacksonville and Carson Wentz, yes. leadership and human being was put at the forefront from the ownership yep. and the front office's mouth. So they kind of followed through because that's what Matt Ryan is. That's what he's been. Yeah. That's why he's been on a team for 15 years. It's unheard of. Absolutely. I, I think it's a, a great deal for both sides uh, if anything, they're just kind of picking up the advantageous pieces of the wreckage and carnage that is the rest of this league. Uh, New Orleans, I mean, in a way, because they paid it for by saying, Jameis, we'll, we'll take a flyer on you. Yeah, two-year, 28 They, they could have been in such a tough spot. 
You're not just dealing with no with with no Sean Payton starting from scratch with new coach. You have your Michael Thomases like always just pissed off about something, <laughs> and your quarterback Drew Brees is now in the booth, and Jameis goes down halfway through the year with the ACL. I mean, th- in a way, him tearing his ACL keeps him away from another team. But I, I doubt that there were some teams that were saying, yeah, that, that totally disqualifies him from us. And, you know, you know, James uh, Winston, he, James Winston, he threw 14 touchdowns last year. Saints were right there. week one? Yeah. They were, you know, they had a good, decent roster. It's one of the reasons why Deshaun Watson had had the Saints as one of the final teams. That defense was and good. And Russell Wilson. True. They, they are dealing with cap hell right now. Um, but I don't even. We talked about They've this before lost the show. A lot of talent, though. Yeah, the because like, didn't Marcus Peters leave? Uh, uh, no, their other their other cornerback that's escaping my mind right now. Is it the one that 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 was uh, that Stefan Diggs made to look silly in the Minneapolis Miracle? I think so. Um, yeah. So they they were negative. They were about forty million over the cap. So they had to make a lot of transactions defensively. Uh, more importantly, where's all that money? Why, yeah. why is it so tied up? Yeah, I see that. That's like, well, who's it tied up in? That's uh, Michael Thomas got a little bit of that. I, yeah, okay, I just, that's one guy. Taysom Hill, um, for uh, some if, unknown reason. If that's the reason. That's why, one of the where reasons. Where else are these? Not, I mean, Alvin, sure. Uh, and I think the Saints oh, went, went with the safe bet. I mean, a lot of people wanted Jameis to go to Pittsburgh. Um, I will say, and you brought up the uh, Colts. And Trubisky, we trust, guys. Yeah, right. I will say with the Colts, um, according to Diana go. Russini, um, one of the reasons why the Colts didn't go after Jimmy G, um, the, she was told there were concerns over the shoulder injury um, and the idea of him missing a lot of offseason time going into a new year with a new team was a red flag for them. And apparently, John Lynch uh, spoke to Pro Football Focus he says that he has an offer right now for two second-round picks for Jimmy G with the team, but is holding out for two first-round picks. Who's this? John Lynch, San Francisco GM. Come uh, on, John. You're not getting John, two first-round picks for Jimmy firsts? G, right? Are you nuts? Off of Maybe injury? one. Maybe one. Yeah. Maybe one. Because at Super Bowl, all that other stuff, like, he, he can play through injury. And you know what? He can manage a lot of personalities in the room, too, because we don't hear a lot out of drama camp with them. And so I think that's astronomically high. I, I think, mean, he's I also owed about kind of, 20 mil, too. So Yeah, I, I think that's kind of like, well, especially with, with them owing that amount of money. That's kind of how the the Sabres were approaching the Jack Eichel trade initially. It was just like too much to, and, and you just have to wait for somebody to get desperate enough. And so you just basically string them out and saying, this is the price. This is the price. Well, what about this price? No. What about this price? No. And then sooner or later, you'll get in the ballpark. And then you can sell them all the hot dogs and pop you want. If you're already there, True. They, they got you in the pocket. Look, it's been a weird turn of events because this story comes out for the 49ers. Uh, earlier today, mm-hmm. around noon, some rumor that the 49ers are looking at Baker Mayfield, which I was under, under the assumption if you're getting rid of Jimmy G, this is all hands on deck for Trey Lance. Yeah, why would you which replace why, him with a, a version of Trey Lance four years older than actual Trey Lance? Yeah, so it's a very weird situation. So they're and, not sold on Trey Lance then. Which and is, they've already gone down this road of saying Jimmy's not the guy. Yeah, so this is a, and also like, and we talked about this before the show. I'm looking at these teams, and for all intents and purposes, obviously things change, and what people say in the media isn't necessarily what they're going to do. But you're looking at Seattle, which. With the trade for Russell Wilson, they now have the ninth pick in the draft. They are really interested in Malik Willis. So that they might be going draft in terms of quarterback because there's about three quarterbacks that are projected to go in the first round. Mm. You have Seattle. You have Carolina. 
and I'm looking at teams, and I, Houston says they, they want to do their thing with Davis Mills. Pittsburgh got uh, Trubisky, and they got Mason Rudolph. So how much energy and how much cap space are they going to put in having a three-person quarterback hunt? Like, some of these teams, these spots are filled. And when, so, did, when did we get to the point where it just says, we're going to ask every other quarterback that we think is better than ours if they want to play here and just, like, think that there's going to be no consequences to that? Like, That's true. I, 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 like the way that Baker reacted as as kind of outlandish as it was, it's really not. And it, it really shows you, especially now we saw how Matt Ryan responded and how that whole thing has gone down, that you really are at the kind of service or at least your your, your situation is under, I don't know, maybe it's influence of whatever the immediate comparison is of you. Right, because I'm like Baker got a ton of crap, so I'm gonna be really quiet about it, Matty Ice. Right, and so like, but ultimately the problem is is not the reactions of either one of them. It's the fact that teams are doing their due diligence, which they should be, but they're doing it in public. Like there, there's a bunch of this drama that's going on in the NHL trade deadline, or at least maybe some semblance of drama. What could ever possibly go better? Not in and hockey. Not in hockey between the GMs for for Toronto and for Chicago because they're two young guys, and apparently. Somebody took their conversations public that they didn't want to, and that's just not how they want to conduct business, and so something is brewing. That's, that, I would apply the same thing here because you're ending up hurting people's feelings, which I know doesn't really matter in this business. But guess what? If you, if you piss off enough people or if you create enough apprehension, then all of a sudden people don't want to do business with you. No, 100%. I mean, we talk about with Flurry and treating people the right Dude, way, correct? Uh, in the next segment, we might have to superimpose our, our, our Minnesota Wild preview because there is a, a different level of incompetence potentially brewing with that Vegas Golden Knights team. And it doesn't Uh-oh. surprise me of, of, what, of what went down in the trade deadline. And, it's because, and I can't help but connect it to just this mindset of that we've seen basically permeate through baseball and then all of the other sports which is we look at players as pieces. We look at them as numbers. We look at them in a dehumanizing way. And then we just assume that everything's going to go smoothly and that, well, as long as they have success or they have a good whatever, as long as they're out of our room, it doesn't matter. There are consequences to these actions. There are consequences into what just energy you bring to the world, let alone how you treat people. So I just, all these dudes running these teams, I just think, what a bunch of a-holes. You could do such a better job. You could do such a better job. I would rather have somebody that has a a crappier understanding of a salary cap but knows how to treat people and knows how to to keep things quiet and knows what to do. I mean, the less messy, the better. Yeah, it's bad business. Which is why, honestly, the strange situation that the Browns were facing when everyone was under the assumption the news came out, Deshaun said no to Cleveland first. So now you have your starting quarterback who's injured, puts out the letter and doesn't want to be there. And it just was a very messy situation. And that's something that everyone would want to avoid. Uh, Before we get to that hockey news, uh, I got two more stories here for the NFL. Uh, Your boy who shall not be named TB12. You just named him. He went on. Is that naming him by saying that? But well, if you say his name, I know exactly who you're talking about when you say he who must not be named. But for our listeners, like how should we? Well, I know we have to like bring him along for a while, but like. At the same time, they'll catch up. They know. He who must not be named. The one that wears 12. That's it. The one that wears 12. Don't, don't, don't use his branding. <laughs> the one that wears 12 went on Instagram earlier today. Local high school football field. They recorded him throwing some reps. Do you know who he was throwing to? Who? Julian Edelman. Comeback season? Yeah, 100% it is. 
thousand percent. I hope so. He Julian, takes a, it's the same Gronk plan. He took a year off. Facts, but also Julian Edelman. I'm not one to to make fun of people's physiques, but it's just an awkward looking dude well, yeah, in a the suit. Slot receiver from yeah, Wyoming, but the suit, like for some reason, he didn't have someone to fit it, and the arms, and it was just uh, it was very weird to watch on uh, Inside the NFL on Paramount Plus. Oh, Paramount Plus. We'll get to that later. Uh, we do need to talk about our Las Vegas Raiders. First off, I would like to take a timeout. I would like to say congratulations to the Reddit user BR Bishop Seventeen. Oh Lindsay, last week, I told you, NFL Reddit, he posted his sister-in-law works very closely with Devontae Adams' agent, and they knew he was getting traded, and I, guess what? I didn't I didn't disagree with you. I just said we probably can't run with the source material from the guy who says his sister saw him at the hair place. Like, <laughs> for BR Bishop, this button's for you. Oh, man, social media. Social media. You know, sometimes social media gets people's in the tizzy. Mm-hmm. And for Raiders fans, I just want to say one more thing. Last night, our superstar got a new extension, Max Crosby. Mm-hmm. He was on Instagram. You know who you followed? Who? Tyron Matthew. You don't say. And in- I- I'm telling if they bring him in, man, things start to look a little bit different, don't they? I'm like, talk about an energizer person in the room. These Patriots guy, guys make moves. You think he moves. tackles to the ground, Tyron Matthew? That guy is the definition of second-layer shredder. No, honestly. Seriously, I'd be so pumped if they were able to get him. I'm actually shocked that he hasn't been picked up yet. He's only 29. Yeah, and I got new developments as well. Not only did Max follow him, but then this morning, Mm. Tyron followed followed Max. You don't say. So wait a minute. There could be a situation brewing. There's a few shared notes divisionally as well. I mean, that's kind of why I want Baker to go to Pittsburgh just for, like, the ultimate revenge tour. Oh, Lord. But we're just feeling extra inspired because, you know, Marc-Andre Fleury's part of the Minnesota Wild now who the Golden Knights are playing. Yeah, it's it's uh, everything's connected. (laughs) I love this. To me, this is like the NBA effect of their free agency. I love it. I bring it to all sports. I want this. Make it more of a drama. But yeah, uh, we'll we'll keep our latest uh, on the Reddits and the Instagrams to see if uh, are these any clues for what the Raiders are going to do. Our eyes are peeled on on the grassroots movements because when it comes to like the high fashion, the high culture, the people in the rooms that are supposed to be knowing what they're supposed to do. Apparently, there's a hold up with the Evgeny Dodonov trade, and apparently, he's still at the rink with the Golden Knights. How this disaster could happen, I'm not really sure. I'm going to search for Twitter for answers and hopefully have one for you on the other side of the break, but regardless, we're talking Minnesota, Vegas. It's a gong show. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. What a evening we have in front of us, people. Lindsay, you were pacing during the commercial break. Yes, yes. Uh, I figured out that the Getty Dodonov trade has indeed gone through. There's a little bit of a snafu. Uh, according to David Pagnotta, who's on Twitter, he's uh, one, of the, one of the big-time journalists for the fourth period, they said that... Um, Apparently, this deal was agreed to, and it just went through with the with the central registry because there were some questions on whether or not they the Golden Knights had asked Evgeny Dodonov if he would waive his no mo- no trade clause to go to the Ducks because the Ducks were on his no trade list. Oh, and so like I, I just feel like maybe that would be something we would check. 
maybe like just ask him about and maybe maybe this is all just very watered down and and and, and just to get the story across and everything and it, it, we're not seeing the nuance the detail all of these things I'm not really going to extend the benefit of the doubt for the Golden Knights. They have lost that privilege for me. and it, Not it's, this it's, season. It's been a long time since they've had that privilege. And so all you people that were saying, you know what, maybe they're doing this to free up all that space so they can, you know, sign Riley Smith to a long-term contract. No, 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 no. You did this deal to bring in somebody called John Moore who's been playing in the AHL and just kind of dinging around the NHL. And no offense, like, John, we're happy to have you. And Ryan Kessler's contract, part of it. In case you're not familiar with Ryan Kessler, he used to cause a lot of havoc in the Pacific Division before the Golden Knights were a thing with the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, he ends up signing like a big-time free agency deal in Anaheim, gets hurt to the point where he cannot play anymore. He's done. So all of that cap space that we talk about that we don't have, guess what? We have now taken on dead money contract. So just so you know, in this calculus, I'm not saying that it's all directly connected, but last year when we were doing the numbers, when they traded Marc-Andre Fleury for a bag of pucks because we didn't have cap space, in theory, technically, he was traded for Ryan Kessler's dead money contract. Seems super fantastic. Super fantastic. And that's why I might be jumping on the Minnesota Wild bandwagon. I got to see some results first, but can you imagine... The buzz in XL Energy Center tonight. Oh, the XL. I I cannot really fully articulate how big of a deal this trade means to the community in Minnesota. So much of our personality is built upon upon the idea of nobody wants to be here, fly over country, little brother syndrome, the whole bit. And so it's one thing to have that about yourself, and it's another thing when your team starts playing well, and then your GM actually goes out and gets somebody worth a damn. And that's exactly what Bill Guerin did today. And he knows Flower pretty well. He's won a Stanley Cup or two with them and uh, worked in the Pittsburgh Penguins organization until he took the big chair with the Minnesota Wild. But the Minnesota Wild are the Golden Knights' Achilles heel. I, I have been on record of saying they are the biggest rival for this team besides the L.A. Kings. It's not the Sharks. It's the Minnesota Wild because they play them well every single time. And honestly, I think it's because they commit to the grind. They commit to the the brand of hockey that the Golden Knights are so against or they just try to uh, weasel their way out of it every time this is a dangerous team that is climbing themselves out of a post all-star swoon that's why they go out and trade for Mark Andre Fleur because their goaltending has not been up to snuff so Cam Talbot who is their starter and will continue to be that because there has to be you know can't ruffle all the feathers there's no pettiness here apparently Talbot was one of the first guys to call flower but you have to be careful with these dynamics but it also can act as an inspiration because now Cam Talbot, I better get my ass in shape and get start stopping a couple more of these beach balls because guess who's backing me up? The last year's Vezina Trophy winner who has three cups to his name. His name's right next to GM guys for that one year. Was, yeah. uh, I think it was 0809. We know 10. a little bit about him over 10. here. I apologize. 0809 was the Red Wings, but they went to the final. Just a little history lesson. But this is a very high scoring team, as I mentioned earlier in the program. Minnesota's always been kind of like the defensive-minded, two-to-one games. This is like Jacques Lemaire mindset, who's the first coach for the for the uh, franchise when they were an expansion team and uh, was their longest tenured. But now they're third in the NHL in scoring. A lot of it has to do with Kirill Kaprizov. A lot of it has to do with Kevin Fiala. A lot of it has to do with, like, Ewell Erickson-Eck, who five years ago I was seeing him get pushed over by breezes in the face-off circle. But now this guy has a max contract. He's one of the best centers in the NHL in terms of a two-way player. And he scores like crazy on the power play. 
and he's not exactly the most skilled guy. But again, it's about the mindset. It's about the camaraderie that this group clearly has. And it's kind of a unique moment for the Minnesota Wild because they have kind of cap hell starting next year because they bought out Ryan Suter and Zach Parisi last offseason. They're now playing for other teams, so they're getting paid to not play in the Wild. And a lot of the recapture kicks in. And so this is kind of like their big gamble year where they can have a bunch of these names like Fiala who might be on the move after this season or or um, Marcus Foligno who signed long-term there, but it was kind of a touch-and-go thing. It's touch-and-go for a lot of these players that aren't under long-term deals. And so when you see the likes of Jordan Greenway taking a sweetheart deal or you're seeing great offensive things from Matt Boldy and really unlocking – Kevin Fiala, which is a scary thought to to have. Like it's easy to to be in a good spot when you realize that the guys in the room are willing to take haircuts for each other because they know that's for the betterment of the team. And so I'm really not that worried about their inconsistent special teams during the regular season. Their power play isn't great. They've just scored once in their past nine attempts in their past three games. They're only 16% conversion at home. But ultimately, this is about a team that is vibing right now. This is a team that has won four of their last six games. They're having a lot of guys with career years, and they have belief in themselves. And that's been fostered by Bill Guerin, by adding Marc-Andre Fleury, by adding Tyson Jost to their to their lineup uh, with a trade with the Colorado Avalanche. By- and to the fan base, too. Absolutely. And and that and that's the it, it's one thing when you're trading for like, well, we're it's we're one big centerpiece away. Versus, well, we're trading for depth because we already have the centerpieces here. You know, it's a, it's a different. You love thing. to see it. It's a different uh, you, level. You truly love to see it, and I would really love to see Cam Talbot with uh, with a good performance tonight. I mean, I, the Golden Knights—they've managed to win the last couple games, which is great. But we all know that scoring with this team is incredibly fleeting, and we just traded away one of our leading scorers, at least as of lately, in uh, Evgeny Dodonov. So, like Cam Talbot. He is a guy that really struggles moving from his right to his left. He has a floppy glove, so he almost has to do two moves instead of just one to make a proper save. And so not always does the proper save happen. Sometimes it hits him and it goes down in that rebound. Sometimes his glove is just too slow. But either way, you have to challenge those gaps and the depth. That D to wing pass instead of a D to D pass is going to be incredibly potent if they're able to get the timing right. But he's also a netminder that made it to this level and has seen a few uh, pucks in his day. And so you can't feed the beast. He will absolutely lather up if you're shooting into the into the uh, logo. That's not You're not going to beat any goalie that way. And so they, he needs to be challenged, and he's very vulnerable right now. And so uh, a good pressure cooker from the Golden Knights would be incredibly helpful if they can sustain some offensive zone time. But, again, this is a, this is a Minnesota Wild team that plays the Golden Knights incredibly well. They're almost always – I think one layer of clouds above Vegas when it comes to like their mental clarity in the game. Uh, we know that these games can get really high scoring. They can, there's can be a lot of extracurriculars involved, especially when we're talking about like Ewell Erickson Eck, the Felinos, the Greenways, like that entire third line that they're skating out there. They're the aggressors and they can score, which is super annoying. Like Nick or Nick Felino, not his brother. Marcus Felino is a guy that I say, if you're a, if you're a young hockey player and you want to kind of emulate your game after someone, he's a guy that I pick. He's not the most skilled guy, but he works his ass off. He's always the first in the play. He's relentless on the forecheck. And when you have that mindset, when you're always going and reaching and, and, and just clawing for that extra mile, you end up getting a few more goals because all of a sudden you're in front of the net a little bit longer than so-and-so at this juncture. And this time you didn't fall down. And this time you, you're the one that finished up that rebound. And that's where uh, I want more of that from the Golden Knights. I, I want more of that of that 
just uh, mo and that's the you can't just like conjure that up that has to be like part of your personality i think and part of the team personality to kind of incentivize to always do that and and felino being a guy who has ascended to like assistant captainship and he wasn't really seen to be anything because he was part of like the jason pominville trade years ago like there's a responsibility right like did your life change when you had your kid 100 percent and it wasn't it wasn't just where oh no I have no time like did you feel like you became a better person because you had a kid in, in some aspects of your life no 100% more responsible right you have to be more efficient there's different just no perspective time. yeah and guess who lives with the consequences not you I mean you but also other people uh-huh. and so with that I I think there's almost a, a similar mindset in this Minnesota Wild locker room that has been so sorely disjointed just generationally but now that you have the Parisians, the suitors out. It just is a lot more of a cohesive unit. They're such a good defensive skating team. They love to rely on that around the blue lines. It's going to be really tough to, to keep them bottled up. And we know that they have smart defensemen that can get back into the play, even if they do jump up like the Jonas Brodeens, the, the Jared Spurgeons. They can get the pucks up, and they will back check hard, even if it's uphill. Uh, and they love that 10-foot cushion around the blue line. So if we can catch – the Golden Knights with the blades going the opposite way or a line change mindset, they're just going to be able to walk in and, and uh, on odd man rushes and have a hell of a time. Tight team chemistry, loves the cycle and forechecking below the hash mark. If they meet the Golden Knights below the hash mark in the forecheck, the Golden Knights will not have fun. This is exactly how you beat them because you can trap them below. You trap the defensemen uh, along those boards in battles, and then you just wait for their legs to give out. And we already know that we're not dealing with the same mental fortitude, and so it's an easy kind of uh, solving when it comes to this particular hockey cal- calculus when you have one team that is willing to outdiscipline and patience you versus the other. And so the Golden Knights have a lot working against them tonight. I actually like this because just like the Panthers game, yeah, the, the that's games true. that we think that we're gonna win. Well, like granted, the Coyote, we, we I have lost five straight on the road, so uh, the last two have been at home, and so this is a this is an absolute invitation to kind of get that bad taste out of your mouth. We're not gonna see Flurry tonight, so at least they won't have to deal with that mind f. But them he, fans he stole are going our soul to be... the last time he was in here, and he stole the souls of the Colorado Avalanche when they were uh, facing off against the Golden Knights in the playoffs last year, and that's why it's an unbelievable deal. It's a deal that's gonna be the highlight of this uh, trade deadline class. We're going to see a ton of content being pumped out of Minnesota and just the NHL because Flurry is in the middle of all their ads, has been for years, especially since he the expansion draft, in the middle of all the ESPN coverage. He's the first picture you see. And he's in a Blackhawks jersey. Oh, that just shows boy. you how big of a deal it is. Yeah. That we, we, we're, we don't care about the jersey. We don't care about other stuff because Flurry's here. And so to bring that uh, that type of galvanizing but a good galvanizing energy – a glue into an already very tight locker room. Minnesota Wild are a very scary team to me. They were they were a dark horse pick for me earlier on in, in the season. Uh, I, I don't think they're dark horse anymore. I, I think they're full-blown white horse. We're contending Taylor and we're Swift going after. would write an album about them the whole bit. No, I'd love to see it. And like you said, if they're going to be in Cap Hell next year, go for might it. as well go for it now. Go for it. And, and they treat people the right way. Apparently, uh, the, they, apparently that matters. Apparently it does. And so uh, the hockey gods will look down upon you with happy eyes, happy spots, and hopefully good bounces. But maybe tonight's the Golden Knights night. Hopefully. And for Golden Knights fans, this hurts. Let me get to my theory really quick. More masochists at Golden Knights fans. As Golden Knights people, we, we, we invite pain at this point. No, we don't honestly, care. Because, you know, you break up Turned with him. Turned off our feelings. Yeah, you break up with him, and that's heartbreak because of the relationship and the journey. And then you realize they're with another team. That's the rebound. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then these trade rumors, and it's like, oh, we can get back together. Nope. They're with someone else, and they seem very excited. Mm-hmm. And it seems like they're going to go places. And we're sitting here with, with flowers in our hands, 
Just wondering what could have been. Yeah. Do you think the, the tops of the flowers are cut off? Is it just the stems? It might be. Because we're not in full bloom point, anymore. We're not in full bloom. Yeah, it's the stems. Just the stems. There's mm. nothing worse than just Honestly. the stems. Are we talking about hockey again? Or I mean, we, 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 What's going on? Well, either way, there's, <laughs> ton, there's not a ton of smoke left in this particular piping. But we have more on the other side of the break. We have sports Darwinism to get into because there is a lot of sports going on in the weekend. But stupidity also didn't take a break. That's next, 11 for the bet. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast listen to every mlb game live the deep left center field it is high it is far it is gone stream minor league affiliates the midwest league home run leader Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. That's my mind is beating by a whole note. Asking God to help him while you hit me. Oh man, I'm getting so many pictures sent to me from people back home of people at this game right now. Like apparently it's- everybody had tickets. I think it's a makeup game from during the bubble or the pandemic year because my cousin Andy, who's a huge Flurry fan, yeah. they were in the rink on their way to the game, Golden Knights Wild, and that was the night where the game was canceled and then sports were canceled for three months. And so to make up for those tickets that were no longer you know, valuable, 
they gave them makeup tickets, which are now being uh, used tonight. And so everybody's just like, are you here? Can you believe it? Just heard the news. How pumped are you, says Andy Foss, who we've talked about on this program before. She used to, she's the Game 7 practice person. Nice. From back in the day, I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe it. You can't really script it. Uh, perfect timing. And my dad says, Foosh says, the girl from Creighton, who we talked about earlier in our show, mm-hmm. who uh, beat, had the game-winning shot against, against the Iowa. former team. Guess where she's from? Minnesota. Obviously. Obviously. Look at you. The talent, when we are allowed to be put on display, is unmatched. Is unmatched. Look at you. And that's why I'm giving you the wheel. <laughs> yes. The rest of this bit. Because we have to go through, like, what else happened this weekend, what was... Mostly dumb because ultimately a lot of dumb. Sometimes I wonder how people like get home at night alive. Like, yeah, how are you still here? Honestly, and and even we got some some rap beef involved in, oh, the, in our sports no. Darwinism. We're, we're going outside the sports landscape, uh, but we start off with a commentator who was doing MLS play by play with the powerhouses LA Galaxy battling Orlando SC. And on TV, this commentator took a bold risk, but I think this bodes well for the future. Take a listen. I say stay down. You would too, Chris. Yeah. You hit him in the penis. Damn it. (laughs) He said it. Not the damn penis. He said it. Hey. This has been a bold move. Not a lot of people, a lot of groin, but he said the actual scientific way to say it. Yep. It's, uh, it's, it's, It's what it's called. It's not dirty. Ex- see, it's Lindsay, a scientific name. Look at us: penis, bro. vagina, well, vagina, penis. We're gonna talk see? sports and we're gonna fix sex I'm not education. Being smited. Hell yeah, we are. Hell yeah, we are. Mark is somewhere in the Odyssey building crying right now. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> it's the correct You're way to stuck say with it. Us. Speaking of more body parts, uh, more than two decades, and also we're less than a month away from 420. This is a perfect announcement. More than two For decades who? after Mike Tyson bit off a chunk of Evander Holyfield's ear. How about this? At the 1997 WBA Heavyweight Championship fight, the legendary boxer Mike Tyson has released a line of edibles in the shape of ears called Mike Bites. Yep. And this is why all the apology tours don't mean a damn thing. Because 20 years from whatever, whatever happens, it's going to be made into a product. Fact. And Mike Tyson, his podcast is very inspirational. He's heavy into the weed industry. He is. He's a huge player in the weed yeah. industry. He's making huge moves. So. I'm always conflicted with him, but I, I think that he's moving in a good direction. It's only available in California, as I know. Um, I am he going lives to Cali. Here. Yeah, and I'm, we need to. There needs to be some type of deal. We don't do weed here. Yeah, we we need we to don't make do sure. The weed. Not at all. Um, so hopefully that can come to the um, States. I want to try Just it. a quick breaking news update, which is brought to us by BetQL. Smarter bets start with Uh-oh. BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Just some lineup changes for the Golden Knights tonight. Apparently, uh, Michael Amadio, Zach Whitecloud, and assistant coach Ryan McGill are unavailable for tonight's game due to COVID-19 protocol. Oh, boy. That's still affecting us, huh? COVID? It's still a it's thing. It's still here, huh? Damn it. We told it to leave. It's not listening. And we get, oh, jeez. Okay. I wonder if they needed, like, another another person to be able to play. Yeah. Like the a, Donoff character, but nah. I wonder if he could be used. Nah. Lindsay, for our next story, I want to ask you, um, what do you know about Pusha T? I know that I have a few songs of his saved. I know that he is a beef master in terms of, was he in 
in a fight with Drake years ago? Yeah, he's the one that exposed the Drake world. Is fu- to, uh, that Drake is a father, right? And that the, Seems the, the, the mother Seems a little bit like a low kid. blow, but also, Drake, why are you hiding your children? And also told the world who the mother was and what she does professionally uh, in the adult industry. Don't out people. Don't out people's secrets. Whatever it is. It's not yours. So... Pusha T is known for, for beef. Uh, he's gotten into a lot of beef and also uh, a ton of cocaine references. Oh. And it was kind of weird for a quote-unquote street rapper um, to be working with Arby's. Yes, the fast food chain we Arby's. We have the meat. On Friday, Arby's teased a Arby's Pusha T collab, which left us kind of confused because is this about to be some BLT with a little bit of the cocaine or what's like going on? NHL has their musical guest for like the NH for like the Stanley Cup final. It's like Green Day. You're like 20 years ago. This was sick. No, no, no. Pusha T. No, no, no. His new album about to be fire. But what happened today? I promise you what happened today was we found out what the collab was. It was a song and it's only about a minute. So, uh, oh, perfect. Let's take a listen. The reason the whole world love it. Now I gotta crush it. Vallejo fishes. Then you should be disgusted. How dare you sell a square fish asking us to trust it? A half slice of cheese. Mickey D's on a budget. Arby's crispy oh, fish is simply it. With lines around the corner, we might need a guest list. Eggs is stage left. The sandwiches taste fresh. A little cube of fish from a clown is basic. Ooh. Say less. This argument is baseless. Drowned in tartar, that filet fish is tasteless. See, Arby's only deals in the greatness. I bet the house on it like it's Vegas. Look, oh. I could sell water to a well. How could you ever think God fell? Yeah. The crispy fish sandwich blazing trails. The mother clown's just too frail. Yeah. If you know me and you know me well, our fish is gonna tip that scale. This is a paid advertisement brought to you by the unrivaled, the unparalleled Arby's. (laughs) So it's he's at war with Doja Cat, clearly, because she had to make a rap last couple weeks about the Mexican pizza at Taco Bell. This is the thing. Fast food's really going. Fast like, forward's going with all, or fast forward. Fast food's going with all the collabs. Yeah, all all the music features to try to get to the. Uh, to we get don't them need to those Disney food. toys no more. Let's yeah. do a Cactus Jack collab. The, the craziest thing about this um, is so Pusha T is responsible. He's the person that wrote the ba da ba ba ba. Stop it! I'm loving it. He did not write that. Yeah, he. There's he, no he, way he that did, thing's been around for forever. He he he. There's he wrote no it. way that's an, an advertisement you. that's been over. That's been around for over twenty years. You can. And he's been Push around t- for over okay. 20 years. So while you look that up, um, yeah, so what what type of beef we got going? Arby's versus McDonald's battle. Uh, signs are being crossed. So while she Googles that, uh, let's talk about more food. Um, and let's go to the PGA. I just wanted to mention, honestly. I'm loving it was written by Justin Timberlake. This is a fact. Push- That's Justin Timberlake. Can you Google Pusha T and McDonald's for a second? I'm sorry, but the Wikipedia... You know it's right. Okay, push it. Yes, it's always right. You know it's right. Push the teeth. Kids, if you're writing papers, you don't source Wikipedia. Instead, you find the information you want on Wikipedia. Then you scroll to the bottom, find the source material there, and then quote it from there. The blue linkies at the bottom, right? Yes. The blue linkies. That's where the actual source material is. Uh, I wanted to. I wanted to mention uh, and honor this gentleman. He was attendance at the PGA Valspar Championship. Um, He was holding a box of Publix chicken tenders. 
and eating it in the crowd. Publix is like a religion, yeah, basically, if you, right? Have you had Publix? I, I have a cup from Publix during my time in spring break <laughs> because I knew the respect that must be paid. Yeah, no, 100%. It's an experience. Talk about their subs. Publix is legendary. It's been six years since I've had it. Super unfortunate. Uh, I believe we need to go to Minnesota for this story. Oh, we haven't talked about them at all, so I feel like this is a good <laughs> time to bring them into the spotlight. The CCHA hockey tournament oh, yeah. had a championship game. It ended in overtime. There was a goal three minutes into the game. Unfortunately, about an hour later, the CCHA realizing from the TV angles that the puck actually went under the goal and didn't actually count. They had to call back the teams and the referees after everyone had left to replay the game. Have you ever heard of this? (laughs) Are you guys still in the locker room early taking showers? I'm shocked. Like... This is this is like the ultimate play out of, of getting it right. Like this is why I, I think we've gone too far with the with the instant replay with everything because now we think we have control over everything and in many ways we do. But here's the thing: our brains aren't meant to be like this. We're not supposed to be doing this. And the fact that they went back after an hour to play and and rectify this result, you're like, all right, I get it. But at the same time, you're like, what? How, how do you feel about this? I'm so conflicted. I love that they just, the fact that the amount of pads the goalies have to put on and showers have been taken and the heartbreak of the Dude, other team. If they want an OT and it's, a, and it's a conference journey, we might be drinking. Yeah. Like, it's, uh, and that's specific, like, it just seems like, how could you not get this right the first time? Like the CCHA, where did these angles come from? Why didn't you have those available during the game? Yeah. This is this is on the conference. This is uh congratulations to uh or I, I guess I feel bad for the Mavericks whoever they are. Uh they didn't end up winning the Mason Cup, the state title. But yeah, no this, that was a ridiculous story. Uh and my last one here to close out sports darwinism is CNN. I didn't realize he worked for CNN. You know Rex Chapman? Yes. On Twitter? We've had him on this show before, Really? Yes. Yeah, peak Twitter guy. Yeah, peak Twitter, always posting positive things. He's he's, Apparently he's on CNN Plus, and obviously he's a basketball guy. Um, They were talking about Providence here on CBS for the NCAA tournament. Chris Dunn's Providence, the Providence. Yes. Well, they were talking about Providence, and Rex Chapman wanted to talk about one of their former coaches, and this is what he said. The first time since 25 years ago when he had, when Pete Gillen had God sham God, rest in, rest in peace, Pete Gillen. There you go. Here's the thing. Um, Pete Gillen's still alive. <gasps> no. He also can't works. can't blame him on Twitter either. He works at CBS, no. which is where he was on. Oh, Rex. Let's play this That's one more definitely. time. No, we, we don't have time for it. We really don't. Like, honestly, <laughs> that's aye, aye. brutal. That's the ultimate, like, pants around the ankles whoopsie moment right there. But uh, That's a $50 fine. You can't just be killing people. Nah, that would be $50. It's $100. You say the F-bomb on the radio, that's two hundred and fifty k. But yeah. regardless, uh, some of us have a little more itch to our scratch. But we will be back for a full-fledged back scratcher all week long because it is just Monday trade deadline and otherwise – uh, be well to yourselves, mostly to others or the other way around, sports and other things. Thank you to Adrian. We'll be back tomorrow. Bye. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? 
Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.